What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of You Need to Calm Down. It's your girl, Ken K here, coming at you super excited once again for another episode. Um, it's a little gloomy outside, a little gray, a little dark, a little cloudy, a little drizzly, but we're not going to let that keep us down, okay? We're going to come together today. We're going to have a good time. We're going to keep smiling. We're going to laugh, and we are going to talk a little bit um about creating our own personal spaces and how to maintain and protect them okay now that is a subject that is very important to myself and also just something that is important to talk about period because although you know you may feel like you you have a personal space that you might not let people into or whatever you it 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 takes a bit of development in order to really get a feel for what makes you comfortable and how to keep things out of your way that are going to make you uncomfortable or make you feel like you need to remove yourself from certain situations you know what I mean um but before we get into that how is your day going how's your week going guys mine is going pretty well um nothing crazy has happened so far which is which is you know it's a thumbs up that's that's good (laughs) Um, and nothing, nothing bad has happened either. So we're, we're on a good track right now. Okay. But, um, anyway, before we get started, make sure you follow your girl on Twitter as usual at Hey Ken K and, uh, whatever questions I may have for you in this episode, make sure you head on over there to answer them. I'm really curious if I ask, I really want to know. So please don't be shy. Okay. Now let's go ahead and get into it. Um, The first question I want to ask you is, what makes you comfortable? Um, That's a question that we might think that we think about a lot, or we might think that we we know off rip what makes you uncomfortable or uh, are comfortable, or even what makes you uncomfortable. Sometimes it's easier to answer, you know, the negative. So it's easier to answer what makes you uncomfortable than it is to to answer what makes you comfortable and if that's the way that you want to approach it then go ahead and approach it that way as well if that's easier for you but what makes you comfortable now even saying that out loud and like wondering myself what makes me comfortable it's like how do you put that in words because a lot of the time comfortability is just a feeling you can't necessarily pinpoint what it is about you know a situation or a space that you might be in that's making you feel comfortable but you just know that you feel comfortable you know what I mean and that's okay too but when you do get in those situations now that you know we're starting this conversation and you know maybe next time after you've listened to this podcast and maybe you find yourself in a, in a position where you are either comfortable or uncomfortable you'll think about like hey why just me sitting you know in this in this chair right now make me feel comfortable and maybe you'll take note of that and I that's something that I want you to take from this like I want you to start noticing things about yourself and about your space and about what you're doing that is making you you pretty much um for me I like to be in a space where I can create now your personal space doesn't always have to be a you know a finite space like a room or a house or whatever It can just be the air around you that you allow people to get close to or get into. You know what I mean? It can just be you in general. But it's a space that is yours where you feel 100%, you know, protected and comfortable and that 
you may one day feel open enough to allow others into. Um, like I said, I like to be in a space where I can create and whether that's mentally or, you know, in a room, I am a writer and that is how I express myself. So I do like to be, you know, I do like to be creating most of the time. Now I'm not like a visual artist. I don't draw, I don't paint, I don't sculpt or anything like that. I don't even take pictures like, you know, <laughs> but, or, you know, wait, nah, I'm not going to say I don't take pictures because your girl's a little visual director over here. Okay. Now I know what angles look good on you or whatnot, but I'm not a photographer is what I mean, you know? So I like to be in a space where I can feel like my thoughts can flow freely and they can come to me freely without feeling like if I were to share them out loud, they wouldn't be judged. Um, what else makes me feel comfortable? Uh, I like food. Usually, you, if you listen to the last episode, you know I like food. Um, anywhere that has plates and forks and, and, and napkins and edibles, I'm there. I'm there, okay? And I feel good. Like, once I'm eating, once my I'm chewing, I'm, I, I start to loosen up and I start to get more comfortable wherever I'm at and... I'll be I'll I'll feel better with sharing if I were to have to, you know what I mean? Um I like being you know in either you know my house or I'm at a friend's house or or yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really go to anyone else's house. <laughs> but yeah, like those kinds of spaces make me feel comfortable. Um bud makes me feel comfortable, you know, like marijuana. I I do smoke not sure what you guys' stance is, you know, on, on weed, but I do smoke and that kind of keeps me level-headed and keeps me chill because not that I have a temper problem or anything like that, but I do like to, or not like to, I am open to an argument. If you want to come at me, please come at me. I am the one. You chose the right one. Let's go. <laughs> but whenever I am high, I, I tend to choose to to let things go and just kind of chill out. And if I do have an argument for you, I'll say what I have to say and then go about my business. But if you catch me on an off day when I haven't had a, had a bowl yet, we're going to fight. <laughs> um, I was listening to a podcast actually the other day, uh, the Joe Rogan experience, obviously with Joe Rogan. And I think he was talking to... I can't remember, like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. I think those were the two that were on. I'm really obsessed with Tom right now, so that's why I was watching it. So I'm pretty sure Tom was on there. But um, he was just talking to them about how, or he was explaining pretty much like a werewolf and how a werewolf doesn't, or the idea of a werewolf doesn't always have to be applied to just a werewolf and like that fantasy kind of thing it can just be a regular human being like there are times when that primal instinct comes out of you when your life is in danger or your children's life is in danger your family whatever it is where that 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 instinct to protect yourself and protect your loved ones comes out and you become a beast and that's just how it happens sometimes and I was like wow that makes a lot of sense and 
if you don't know Joe Rogan, he was on Fear Factor and and he's a stand-up comedian now, I believe, and he has like special on Netflix and he's pretty cool. He's a cool guy. He um he smokes as well and he has been for like the past 20 years, I think. And he was like weed keeps the wolf at bay. Like it keeps him calm, it keeps people calm, it keeps people chill so that they don't have to go werewolf on your ass and they don't have to tear you apart. And I was like, wow, that is literally the case for me. I I don't want to be an aggressive person and I'm usually not. I'm very chill, I'm very laid back. But like I said, if you if you come at me, like I'm gonna come right back at you. Don't come for me unless I send for you. And that's really how it is. And I I like my weed. It keeps me calm, it keeps me chill, so that I don't have to go at people all the time. I don't feel the need to go at people all the time. So smoking is is a comfortability for me, and it is something that keeps me, you know, at a 5 instead of being at a 22. Now, when you have, excuse me, when you have created your personal space and you found what makes you comfortable and you keep those things close to you, like say like crystals people like crystals crystals make people comfortable and some people have like altars in their room where they have their crystals and they have they have their 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 um diaries or whatever you choose to call your journal that you write in or you know whatever it is that you're into people keep spaces for particularly those things and that can be a safe space for them you know what i mean so when you have perfect not not necessarily perfected but when you've at least created your personal space and you have taken note of and acquired the things that make you feel comfortable and you have chosen to keep them around you and you do keep them around you you want to maintain that space and you want to make sure that you regularly cleanse it of negativity and even if it's not a physical space for you if it is yourself that or just like the air around you maybe two feet in front of you whatever it is that is your personal space and that's that's what you've created and you've worked hard to feel comfortable within yourself that you can you can take yourself anywhere by yourself or with a friend and not feel threatened or uncomfortable you want to make sure that that space is regularly cleansed and that there is minimal amounts of negativity near you on you by you by it on it at all times you know what I mean so how can we protect our spaces that is a very serious question because a lot of people don't think about that like when's the last time that you thought how can I protect myself how can I protect my space how can I protect my heart how can I protect my soul? When's the last time you you really thought about that and actually came up with a solution? Not just thought like, oh, I don't want to have my heart broken or I don't want this person around me. When have you thought about that and come up with an actual solution or suggestion or idea that you could apply to yourself or your space in order to protect it? Um, for me... I I mean, like I said, I smoke and that is kind of how I protect my personal space because 
I am one of those people that that I am comfortable in my own skin. I've come a very long way with myself and and not just how I feel about other people, but how I feel about my own body, my own vessel. I've come a long way. And like I said earlier, weed keeps the, the beast at bay and it like it really helps me to not allow people to taint my vision and my thought of myself. So I have become very comfortable going places alone and being by myself at home or at the park or at the store, whatever, and just chilling out, you know what I mean? And I've learned that there are people out there dealing with their own issues. And although I can't be everyone's, you know, therapist and I can't fix everyone's problems, I can understand that you may be dealing with something. You may be going through something yourself. And I can take that into consideration. Like say say I'm out and someone says something to me, I don't have to respond to them because I know I didn't do anything. Like if I'm walking through the store and I happen to, you know, push my cart in front of an aisle that someone's trying to come out of and they choose to catch an attitude because I blocked them. I know I didn't do anything but walk down the aisle in the store and they happen to be walking at the same time. They chose to get an attitude, but that might be something that they're they're dealing with. They might be having a, a rough day and that just might have been their first reaction. I don't have to respond to that negatively. I can apologize I can say I'm sorry or pardon me, excuse me, whatever, and keep pushing my cart. That's that 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 is that is one way or just just one instance in which you can protect your personal space and protect yourself without having to be combative about it, you know what I mean? I I don't want to be confrontational with people at all times even though I'm down for it. <laughs> I don't want to be because that is exhausting, that is tiring, and that is troublesome for maybe people around you. Because I understand that even though it is my life, my choices may affect other people. And say I do, I did decide to, you know, get in an argument with that person that that I walked in front of and, and we do decide to fight and something happens and I end up either injured or in jail or whatever, you know, anything like that. That can affect my family and the people around me that love me. And so you, you you have to think about these things sometimes, not all the time. You can't always think about, oh, well, if I do this, then it'll affect this person. But that is something that once like you have thought about it and it, it has become a part of your thought process, that you naturally start to make decisions that you know are going to just, you know, be positive for you and the people around you. Now, protecting who you are and your personal space is important because you are the person that has to live with yourself. Now, going back to that same example of the person in the grocery store, like they, they could cuss me out if they want to and I, could, I can just continue walking. And I know that if I continue walking, when I walk away, like I might not ever see that person again. You know what I mean? So I have to be comfortable with what just happened. And I know if I just walked away, hey girl, you were just walking. Like I literally didn't do anything. So I can walk away from that situation feeling comfortable. Whereas that person 
like I said, they might have been having just a, a bad day and they could walk away from that situation thinking, oh, wow, maybe I shouldn't have have responded to that person like that. And they might feel bad about that. You know, so like you have to make decisions in which you can walk away from a situation feeling comfortable and still feeling good as a person and still feeling safe in your space. Now, if somebody does wrong to you and you stick up for yourself, that doesn't mean you're being combative. That means you're sticking up for yourself and you can do it in ways that aren't violent. You can do it in ways that aren't aggressive. But once you walk away from that situation and you know, hey, I just stood up for myself and I stood my ground and I stated my case and made my point, you can walk away from that situation knowing that, hey, I did what I needed to do and you still feel good. You know what I mean? So there's there's different situations, different strokes for different folks, you know, all types of different things that can happen. But when you are a an individual in this in this day and age and you feel one way about something or or you feel like you finally come to peace or or come to terms with whatever it is that you might be dealing with or thinking about or whatever, you have to realize, okay, what, what next? Like, you know, it, 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 life is never at a standstill. And some people might think that because you might be in a certain situation where it feels that way, but life is never at a standstill. It is always constantly moving forward. And remember that it's always moving forward. You can't go backwards. We don't have time machines yet. At least not all of us. Um, you have to continue to think about what not necessarily what's happening in the future. You have to think, I I do like to stay in the present and think about the present, but life is always moving forward and you have to realize what is going to make you feel good right now and what is going to make you feel good later on. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, now that we've discussed that a little bit and what, what makes us comfortable and different ways that we can approach different situations, um, when you're when when you have your personal space, you may have friends, you may have family members that are in your space at times. And whether, like I said, that be a, a, a physical room or just being around you as a person in general, we do allow people to get into our spaces at times. And not everyone is worthy of being in our personal space. I'm going to say that again because that's something people need to learn. Not everyone is worthy of being in your personal space. Please, please, please remember that. Please keep that in your mind. Just because someone said something nice to you or just because you are related to someone or just because they are in your class or they're your coworker or whatever it is does not mean they need to be in your personal space. Now, you can see somebody and you can interact with them but you don't need to let them in on what's going on with you. You know what I mean? Definitely not 100% of the time. Not even 50% of the time. You are a person. You are someone that is important. Okay? And I don't care if you are whatever you are, like a sewage worker or a maid or a prostitute. I don't care what you're doing. You are important, honey. And people need to earn your respect the same way they feel that you need to earn theirs. You know what I mean? And I want you to remember that because it took me a long time 
to realize that my personal space is something that is important and that is something that I should treat as such. I was letting all kinds of people into my space that didn't need to be there. I was letting people say things to me and be around me and influence me in ways that they really had no business influencing me with and 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 and, and saying things they, they really had no business saying to me. And I was just allowing it to happen because they were nice to me at one point or whatever, they, 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 they related to me or whatever. But you have to learn eventually to cut people off. And that sounds kind of harsh when you say like that, oh, you have to cut someone off. But that's just how it is, whether they're your friend or your family member or your coworker. You got to learn who and when it is okay for someone to be in your personal space. Now, you can go to work and you and Sarah can talk about, you know, that business meeting last week. And you guys can discuss different things like that. But once it's not about work anymore, Sarah's gone, okay? (laughs) We don't have to tell her nothing about our dates. We don't have to tell her anything about even if my shoe is untied, honey, Sarah does not need to know. And that's something that all of us need to get a grasp of. It's okay. It is so okay to cut people off. Now, I'm not saying you need to cut everyone off, but you need to take note of the people of, of how certain people make you feel when you're with them. I am 24 years old. I am a young woman and I am am meeting so many people right now, especially that I want to, you know, create connections and I want people to like me, but I can't do that at the expense of my own well-being. You know what I mean? So just because I meet, like, if you listen to last week's episode, just because I met Jake doesn't mean Jake has to be in my life. Okay, Jake is done. Jake is gone. See you later. Hasta la vista, baby. Like, Jake is out of here. Now, if I were to be a few years younger before I learned that not everyone is worthy of my space, I probably would have went home with Jake that night. Or I probably would have, would have, when he said he knew my address, I probably would have showed up to Jake's house out of fear and let him send that Uber to me out of fear because I thought maybe, you know, since he he I met him or since he he paid for my meal then maybe I could let him into my personal space no honey that is not the case okay anyone that you don't want in your space doesn't need to be there and that's that's it that's the end of the line that's that's it okay that's it you need to know when to cut people off completely when to sort of shock people and show them hey I don't need you here And then you also need to learn when to appreciate people because there are people that are making, making efforts and making strides to make us feel good while we're with them that we don't even notice. And so I just think that as a whole, we need to start paying attention to the people that are around us and how they make us feel in those moments that they are around us. That is very important. And from there, you can figure out who you need to cut off. Who you need to, you know, put on ice and let them know, hey, you could be cut off at any moment. And who you need to appreciate a little bit more. Now, with that being said, we also need to learn and know when to spend time alone. 
And we also need to get used to being comfortable with being alone. Now, being alone doesn't always mean being lonely. And that's something I have to remind myself of all the time because I am alone a lot, but I'm not lonely. I have people to call if I really do need to speak to someone or if I need to vent. I have people to call. And it may feel like you don't have anyone at at times, but you do and you might. And if, if you really feel like you don't, you have me now, honestly. Like, if, if, if you really want to talk about something and you feel like you don't have anyone to call, please find me on social media or whatever it is and please hit me up because I, I would love to be there for you. And I'm not doing anything else. I got all the time in the world <laughs> to be there for you, okay? So just just learn to spend time alone without feeling lonely because a lot of us spend time alone and then we let negative things get into our head. Like, oh, you're not hanging out with your friends right now. You're a loser or or even if, even if it's not anything like that. Like maybe you have bills to pay and you're not sure how you're going to pay them today. Or, or you have, you know, just anything that might not be positive thinking for you can creep in when you're alone. And it is very important to learn how to block those, not, not, not necessarily block them out but how to think those things and then let them go. Like you can think, okay, hey, I have this bill due on the 29th. I need to, you know, make arrangements to pay it and figure it out and then let that go. Don't let it eat away at you until you're freaking the fuck out about how you're going to pay that or when you're going to pay it. Or if you have, if you fell out with a friend or you and a friend got in an argument, don't keep replaying the argument in your head, okay? Maybe if you if you really feel like you're in the wrong, if you feel like they're in the wrong, maybe replay it once or twice, maybe go over a couple things, take some notes and understand or try to understand where they were coming from, understand where you were coming from and take note of maybe what they might've said, maybe one thing or two things that they might've said that you didn't like and then try to think like, hey, why would they have said that? Because a lot of the time, we like to put the blame on other people before we look at ourselves. And I always think it's important to look at yourself first. You might not be to blame at all, but the same way you feel like someone else is in the wrong, their feeling is valid as well, and they might feel like you're in the wrong. So if they said something to you and you didn't like it, maybe think, hey, why did they say that? What could I have done? And if you really don't know what you said, then, you know, skip over that for now. Go continue ahead and see, like, maybe what you said that might have hurt their feelings and and then go back level-headed calm if you need a few days wait a few days but go back to them and say hey I've had some time to think about what was said the other day and this is how I feel about this and this and this and I apologize for this and this and this and if you have one of those you know instances instances where you don't understand what you did to make them feel the way that they feel, go ahead and ask them and ask them genuinely. Don't ask them and then get ready to, you know, combat what they say or talk back or defend yourself. There we go. Don't ask them a question with the intent of defending yourself already. Ask them a question because you are genuinely curious and you really want to know 
what you did so that you can maybe not do it again. You know what I mean? A lot of us listen to talk instead of listening to listen. And that's where we go wrong with things. And that's how relationships end up ending. That is how friendships, you know, go to the wayside. Because we listen to talk instead of listening to genuinely listen to each other and help each other and get an understanding of where the other person is coming from. Because the same way you let that person into your personal space, they let you into theirs. And theirs is just as important to them as yours is to you. And we have to respect each other and our spaces and our minds and our feelings at all times because that's the only way that things are going to work out. So if I highly believe that if you spend some time alone, you spend some time, you know, talk, not necessarily, well, yeah, talking to yourself and really you know, discovering things about yourself and putting yourself in situations where you're not comfortable so that you can grow, then you'll be able to understand other people's perspectives, understand other people's feelings, especially the people that are around you because they are reflections of you as well. You get along with your best friend because you guys have a lot of similarities. Even if you are two completely different people, maybe You know, I, I'm very introverted, but I have a friend that's like the hugest extrovert and they love talking to people and, and being around people and they like, you know, spotlight being on them. And I like to just chill and be in the back. We do have differences, but there are so many similar similarities, excuse me. I hate when people say similarities, but anyway, there are so many similarities between us that make us friends and that bond us together. And so you, you, you think about, you know, what is it about this person that really connects us and what is it about, about our connection that, that, you know, really makes it strong. And then you'll be able to, to even, you know, bond even more and to create even more memories with that person because they'll be like, Hey, this, you know, Kenesha, she came to me and she said that, She was sorry for this and this and this, but she also said that I did this and maybe that's something that they can think about now. That's something that they can work on and you can in turn like better each other because you decided to take some time and really develop your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and you didn't act out of anger, out of frustration. You acted out of pure like intelligence and kindness and when we get when we when we get into our own personal spaces and we spend time alone we learn a lot about ourselves which is what's important because like i said it is personal space when's the last time you asked yourself what makes you comfortable and you really answered it when's the last time you asked yourself who is who is in my space for me and who is who is actually bettering my life and not just fucking it up <laughs> you know like you really need to to ask yourself those questions and not just ask yourself those questions once, but ask them multiple times, like maybe not a day, but check in with yourself a couple of times a month because we do grow every day and things may change. And just because you like somebody today doesn't mean you're going to like them tomorrow. And just because you like a show this week doesn't mean you're going to like it next week. You know, we develop and we grow constantly and consistently, or at least that's what we should be doing. And, and spending time alone really helps us see that if we are trying to see it. So that's something that we should learn to do is spend some time alone and be comfortable being alone. 
not beating ourselves up and not allowing negativity to permeate our our space and our mind and cause us to fear being alone because a lot of people do fear being alone and that's 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 not good it's not good um what I like to do in my well not my spare well yeah my spare time whatever what I like to do in my spare time is meditate I do a lot of meditation I do a lot of praying and I spend a lot of time silently. I have what I call silent time and I try, it's, it's a form of meditation, but instead of like sitting in one position, I'll just be going about my business, but I won't say anything and I won't, tr- or I'll try not to think of anything. So I'll just be literally in the moment doing things. So I'll be washing the dishes, but I'll try not to, to, you know, think of too many future things or make plans or whatever in my head while I'm washing the dishes. I'll just, just be there enjoying the water. And cause I, I don't necessarily like washing the dishes, but I do like clean things and I do like warm water. So I'll just enjoy washing the dishes or doing my laundry or, or cause that's usually when I have my silent time is when I'm doing like chores around the house or whatever. But even if you're, you're at the park, you're running, whatever, like, Wherever you feel comfortable having silent time, that might be something that's good for you and you can just learn how to be in the moment and be present. Um, Meditation is good. A lot of people don't like meditating because they find it hard to stop thinking and you don't necessarily have to stop thinking. Um, I have have two posts actually on my website, heykenk.com about meditation if you're interested. Um, I'll link those, but meditation you don't always have to just stop thinking you can have thoughts but it's just really learning how to have thoughts and then let them go like being the watcher of the mind as some call it like I will sit here and maybe I'll think oh I need to write this up for tomorrow okay then let it go instead of thinking like oh well when am I gonna, when am I gonna start that I need to start that now or or oh my god, it's due in 12 hours, I need to hurry up and get it started, whatever, you know, whatever it is that might end up stressing you out is what really stops people from meditating because they think that they can't stop having those those thoughts and they think that you have to have to, or you have to have no thoughts, period, when you're meditating. And that's not always the case. You can, you know, not think about anything and really try to be present and really try to, to silence um, your mind, but... That's not always easy for everyone, especially in the beginning. And then also, you don't have to meditate for hours a day. <laughs> you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes even. Like, you can meditate for, for start out doing just a few minutes. Start out with five minutes. If you really think it's going to be a challenge for you, start out with three maybe. Like, any progress is progress. So maybe start with three. Then the next day, try five. And then, you know, do five again. And then do do seven. Like, increase as you go along you don't have to be a monk in your orange robe freaking right off the bat meditating for hours on end at a day like you don't have to do that meditation really can clear things up for you and can really benefit you if you if you really commit to it so if that's something you're interested in you can go to my website or you can just google meditation you know that's that's cool too (laughs) Mm. 
Now, like I was saying earlier, you don't have to let people into your space and not everyone deserves to be in your personal space. I, like I said, I'm learning that from meeting different people recently and you you really get a feel of like where you live and the people that are really around you when you start going out and realizing who is worthy of being in your space. Now, I don't think you should judge a book by by its cover. I don't judge people, you know, immediately or anything like that because you you can't do that. You never know what somebody is going through or dealing with or doing or, or, or anything like that. So you can't judge a book by its cover. But you can judge a book by its words. I give people like maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes. If I'm just meeting you, I'll give you 10, 15 minutes of talking to me before I go ahead and make any judgments of you whatsoever at all. Like, I feel like in those 10 to 15 minutes, and maybe not all the time, maybe some people do need a little more time to open up, but I can read, like, like your energy. If we're having a good conversation or if we're having a bad conversation and it just happens to be going bad, not because you're a terrible person or I'm a terrible person, but just because, you know, maybe you're nervous and you don't know what to say. Like, I can see that you're nervous and that's kind of a good thing. Like, you want to make a good impression. That's cool. And, and, and that's something that I can understand. But if I meet you and it's, it's a bad conversation off rip because you just either want to talk about yourself or, or you're just rude or anything like that, then, then, you know, like, then it's like, okay, well, I don't need to continue this. You don't need to be in my space. But if we do meet and we slowly, you know, get it, start to get, get to know each other and, and have like you know, conversations about whatever it is, like our childhoods or or just like maybe sports teams or whatever. And I can feel that you're making an effort to learn about me the same way I'm trying to learn about you. Then, okay, cool. Then, then, then I'll feel more comfortable not inviting you immediately into my personal space or anything like that. But I know that if it I'll know that if it did come down to that and you did end up getting into my personal space, it'll be a choice of my own that I'm letting you there. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever like ghosted anybody. And by ghost, I mean like maybe I say like a lot. I'm sorry. Take a shot. <laughs> Every time I say like, you get fucked up. But um, if you meet someone and say you don't like them or... Or, or maybe it started out great, but it's just not going well anymore, and you just have to, like, ease out. You don't want to just dip. You don't want to just disappear, stop talking, period. Maybe they'll say good morning or something, or they'll, they'll text you and say, hey, what's up? And you'll be like, hey, what's up? But you won't continue a conversation, you know what I mean? Until, like, they get tired of hitting you up, and you don't hit them up at all, so you're just out. I have become so good at that so good at that like I can ghost anybody I can ghost freaking Donald Trump like (laughs) I can ghost anybody go ahead and I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be proud of it 
because, you know, I'm still out here on the market. So don't be afraid. (laughs) But if I'm not comfortable or if I'm not feeling you, I'm not going to, I'm not a rude person. I'm not going to be rude about it, but sometimes you just need to, to ease away. You need to back up. And that's what I've, I've learned to do pretty well. Um, actually I'll tell you a little story. I met this boy once again on Tinder, shout out to Tinder. (laughs) Um, he was a boy that I, well, I didn't know him. I knew of him and he was friends with my ex and my ex and I are still friends. We're so cool. We still talk pretty often. And he was like, um, he used to tell, he worked with this boy and he would tell me like, well, man, I'll call him a man cause we're grown now. <laughs> but he worked with this guy and he had told me something about him before, but you know, just like, oh, my coworker so-and-so did this. And I remembered the name. So when we matched on Tinder, I was like, oh, is this so-and-so from this place? And he's like, what? Blah, blah, blah. (sighs) Anyway, I, well, he asked my ex if he could talk to me. And my ex was like, yeah. And then after my ex, you know, let me know that he was okay with it, I continued to correspond with this fella. And we would text and stuff, but it was nothing serious. And I remember one day we had made plans to go to the movies, you know, not a date or anything. He just wanted to see a movie and nobody would go with him. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. But I didn't feel like going. And then I was also sick a little bit. So I really didn't feel like going. And I let him know that. I was like, hey, um, I'm really sorry, but I don't think I'll be able to make the movie. You know, I'm not feeling well, whatever. And he hits me with the quote, you bitches really ain't shit, end quote. And I was like, oh yeah? Well, I'm gonna show you ain't shit. And I didn't say anything back to him, like anything at all. And then he immediately was like, LOL, just kidding. I hope you feel better. Still, no, I'm okay. Like one, you're not gonna you bitches me. Like, don't y'all, but like, I'm not lumped in with these other girls. Like, no, sir, no, thank you. I'm all right. And my ex had already informed me that this this gentleman was a bit of a player. So I wasn't really, like, trying to date him or anything like that. But, like I said, you're not about to y'all bitches me. And you don't even know me like that. Don't even use that word with me. Like, who are you? So, I didn't say anything. Like, at all. Didn't text him back. He texts me the next day. And he's like, you know, hey, what's up? How are you? I don't say anything. And I told my ex, I was like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> and he um, continues to like text me every couple of days and I wouldn't respond. I would not respond. Like I, once I check out, I check out. And so I had checked out and I was done. And then eventually he texts me and he's like, yo, are you alive? And I was like, Silence. Fucking radio silence. I didn't say shit. Like, I'm not alive. You want to think I'm dead? I'm dead. Like, I I don't... That just didn't sit well with me. Just because I, I don't feel well. I told you I don't feel well. So you hit me with the y'all bitches. Like, nah, nah, I'm okay. So, that's just not the type of guy that I want to be with. Where that's like your first reaction to something that I say. Or even, not even be with, but deal with at all. Like, 
And on top of that, he had told my ex-boyfriend that he wanted to have sex with me and that he planned to have sex with me. And it's like, me and him never had a conversation about sex. We never even got into sex, anywhere close to sex, talking about anything like that. So how are you going to go ahead and open your mouth to say something that, you know, isn't going to (laughs) happen? Especially to my ex. How are you feeling so comfortable to open your mouth like that? And that was something that, you know, I had to take up with him as well. Like, why is he feeling so comfortable to tell you that? But whatever, whatever. So anyway, I just like ghosted that. I was out. See you later. Peace. And there's another guy that was into me. And I still send him a little, you know double heart every now and then he'll hit me up but I don't talk to him either and we had plans like we've had several plans to get together to go out to have drinks to have lunch to have dinner none of that no more like he'll text me and I remember one day we were supposed to get together and I told him that I would hit him up when I got done running the errands that I was running never hit him up I don't know it was just something like I I just wasn't interested and or I wouldn't even say that I wasn't interested because I wouldn't have made those plans if I wasn't interested but I wasn't interested in follow like following through and maybe like that's not not maybe that's definitely something I need to you know analyze about myself and look into like why because it wasn't like he was a bad dude like he was a very nice guy and he never said anything out of line with me and he was very polite I just I just, uh, no, (laughs) I don't know, I don't know, but, like, he'll text me, and he'll be like, hey, how are you, and I'll be like, I'm fine, how are you, and then he'll respond, but I won't respond back, like, you got one text today, that was enough, and then I'll do one of those where it's like, we'll start the conversation early on in the day, so he'll text, I'll text, and he'll text, and I won't respond until, like, midnight, and send like the little kissy face emoji and be like good night. <laughs> just so like just in case I need to throw a line out there. I got one already. You know what I mean? But I just eventually that's gonna stop too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be sending those good night texts either. And it just I I've become so comfortable doing that. I've become so comfortable. If you could see me right now, I'm still doing like the the reel in the fish in like hand motions <laughs> I really need to get like a camera in here because it's fucking hilarious but anyway yeah I've just become so comfortable either not responding or like telling these guys that like we'll hang out and then not hanging out with them and it's because I am becoming aware of who is worthy of being in my space like the guy with the y'all bitches ain't shit. No. As soon as you said that, I already knew I didn't need you in my personal space, okay? This other guy, I have a feeling that I don't want him in my personal space because of something that I'm not going to say, like, you know, on here. But I just have a feeling I don't want him in my personal space. And once you become aware of what you like and what you dislike and and what you see as being comfortable for you, then you'll start getting like a hang of who and what you allow to go on around you. And I've just become really good at just killing that shit right when it starts or before it even starts. 
Now, that's not always good. Like sometimes, you know, like I said, sometimes people are going through things or whatever and, and, and you can't judge a book by its cover. But these are both people that I've talked to more than just a week, more than just one time. Like I've had conversations with both of these guys for like at least a month. And it's just a, it's just a no for me, shouty. Like I'm okay. I'm Randy Jackson. It's a no for me, dog. Like I'm okay. I'm good. Thank you, though. Appreciate your time. I appreciate both of you. If you're listening to this, you probably know who you are. Love you both. Have a great day. Have a great life. But you have to really get to know who you are in order to create a space and create comfortability around you and for you. And that's something that I'm working very hard on. And I hope that you guys work hard on that as well because you deserve to have what you deserve, period. You deserve to have what you deserve. And whether that be, you know, a a partner or that be a great job or that be a new car, whatever it is, like, you need to learn how to or learn just more about yourself not even how to do anything you just need to learn more about yourself and what you like and what you appreciate and what makes you happy because then you'll be able to you know manifest those things you'll be able to 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 meditate on them and sit on them and pray for them and work for them and and once you know what it is that you want and what it is that you like and what it is that you need in your life you will be able to clearly and and concisely go after those things and make those things happen for yourself. Like I said earlier, whether it is a spouse or whether it is a new job or whether it is, you know, a new place, like whatever it is that you want and you need and you really take the time to to work for, like it can be yours and it should be yours if if that's what you want and if that's what you need and if that's what you're really striving for. And I believe in you and I believe that, you know, once you learn more about yourself and once you become comfortable in your own skin and in your own shoes and once you stop taking other people's shit, like, that's really what it is. Stop taking other people's shit. You don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to. And that's something I've had to learn the hard way, unfortunately. But now that I've learned it, I want to help you not have to, to learn the hard way. And some people... That's the only way they can learn. But if you don't have to go through like some dumb shit, just come out on the other side. And if you can just take it in and absorb information and then apply it to your life and not have to go through, you know, trials and tribulations and not even just trials and tribulations. But if you don't have to go through dumb shit, don't go through dumb shit. And I've had to go through some dumb shit. And I like to think that I went through that for you guys. Okay. <laughs> um, But yeah, you know, just. Just really learn what you like. Learn what makes you comfortable. Learn what makes you happy. And then act on that. When when you discover those things and when you have figured out how to maintain them or obtain them, then you can start cutting out the shit you don't need. Cutting out the people that you don't need. If you don't need that, like, fucking, you know, pe- hoarders. Oh my gosh. If you don't need that fucking stack of paper over there in the corner of the room, like your report cards from middle school, 
Like, I understand you might want to keep some memories, get you a little file, a little, you know, a little, one of those little uh, accordion folders if you really want to keep and hold on to those things. Get you one of those and then tuck it away in a safe place where it doesn't have to be in sight. If you don't need things, get rid of them. You have a, a crap ton of clothing in your closet from fucking the first grade that you <laughs> you haven't worn in years or even just from last year. If you have anything that you have not worn in the past six months, get rid of it because it's just taking up space in your life and and it's, it, it's not necessary. If you have numbers in your phone that you haven't used in not even six months. If you haven't used that number in the past month or two, you don't need it. That person isn't that if that number isn't in your call log or in your text threads or on your, you know, maybe some people don't talk in text that they're not snapping you or if they're not in your Instagram, like, and you really don't talk to them, delete that number, boo, because they're not for you and you're not for them. Okay. Like it's time to take a look at what we have in our lives and declutter things that don't need to be there anymore. It's time to create our personal spaces and learn what we like, learn what makes us comfortable, and keep those things, those people, and those emotions and feelings around us so that we can continue to be happy and uplifted and motivated, okay? Because that's what time it is. Like I said earlier, I'm 24 years old, and I'm just getting hip to the trick, unfortunately. I'm feeling a little late to the game, but I'm here now, okay? And I'm motivated and I'm pushing myself to be happy, to do things and find things that make me comfortable, make me happy, make me feel like I'm succeeding in life. And that's just what I'm here for. I'm here for success and that's it. If I don't need it, I don't need it and it's gone, all right? You don't have to let other people and other things dictate your life and what you're doing. It's all about you. What, whose life is it? Yours, babe. Like, it's yours. You make decisions. Now, I understand you might have family or friends that influence you that you may go to for advice. And that's fine. You can go to other people for advice. But just because someone gives you advice doesn't mean that you have to take it. Doesn't mean that it's always the right advice for you. So if you do ask someone, you know, for some advice, even my own advice, I like strongly suggest that after you listen to this podcast, you take some time to think before you just willy-nilly apply things to your life. Because if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But if it is for you, make sure that you're doing it the right way, a way that is that is healthy for you and is going to make a positive impact for you and what you're doing right now, okay? So, um, what else did I want to talk to you guys about? I honestly think that's 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 it. I just wanted to to talk to you guys a little bit about you know just being comfortable with who you are and being comfortable in your personal space and your your uh your life and your surroundings and how to protect your personal space and how to protect your comfortability and your happiness. You know what I mean? It's it's all about you and what's good for you. And I hope that you appreciate the things around you. I hope that you find what is comfortable for you and what is what is home for you. And I hope you decide to keep those things close to you. And like I said, 
Uh, take note of the things that make you comfortable. Take note of the people that make you comfortable. Take note of the people that make you uncomfortable. And if you have to make a list, make a list of, of people or things that you need to cut off. Make a list of what makes you happy. Uh, make a list of things you need to get rid of even. Just make sure you're thinking about it. And make sure you're checking in with yourself. Make sure you are just, you know, taking time to do what's best for you and doing it in a way that makes you happy and makes you comfortable. And even if you have to set up, step out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, maybe you have to, to confront someone or you have to cut someone off or ghost someone, whatever it is that you have to do. And that might make you a little bit uncomfortable. I can get that. But ultimately, if that's what's best for you, then that's what's best for you. And that'll make you like if you have to do it and it makes you a little bit uncomfortable when it's done I promise you you'll feel a hundred percent better and it'll become something that's just like natural so anyway guys uh thank you so much for listening I hope you had a great time listening this week um make sure you head on over to my twitter and let me know what kind of things make you comfortable and I'm also curious if any of you are fellow potheads Go ahead and let me know. (laughs) I'm very curious to see how many of my listeners smoke too. But like I said, I love you guys. Um, I hope you find what makes you happy. Make sure you're creating great personal spaces for yourself. If you like crystals, get you some crystals. Keep them near you. Um, I love you guys, and I will see you next week. Have a great rest of your week, rest of your day, night, wherever you are, and I'll see you next time. Bye.